Hello and welcome to Building Brand You, the show where we help you to accelerate your success, getting you more clients, more revenue, more business and more opportunities by unlocking your greatest asset, you. My name is Kim Hamer and I'm an international business coach and serial entrepreneur. This podcast is designed for you to help you unlock what you already have and to give you a whole host of tools and techniques that can help you to accelerate your success by building your own brand you. Welcome to this episode of the Building Brand You podcast. Today, I'm delighted to introduce another special guest. Helena Holrich is a personal progress master coach whose focus is helping you shine by finding, owning and sharing your own brilliance. Having trained thousands of people in diverse organizations for over 30 years and coached hundreds of entrepreneurs, Helena knows that structure and system are the keys to success. She is the co-founder of Speaker Insight, helping speakers, authors and coaches to build business on their own terms and along with her business partner runs the Connection Hub Facebook group. This group has over 11,000 members and its key role is to support members to connect, collaborate and grow. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Helena. Helena, hello. Thanks for joining me on Building Brand New today. How are you? I am really well. I am, I am, yeah, I'm delighting in how much it's possible to get done. It, it's a, yes, you've just been telling me some of the stuff. I've been feeling quite exhausted, and we'll talk about a little bit about that as sure. we go through today. So, where I'd like to start with all my building brand new guests, Helena, is is really the story of you. So, who's Helena? You know, tell us what the story of you is. So, let's start there and see where this goes. Oh, let's start there and see where this goes. Uh, born Denmark. Uh, so even though I have a, as some people say, slightly a, a terribly English accent or a plummy English accent, I don't think so. But um, I was born in Denmark and came to the UK in, uh, well, when I was 11 years old. And this is home. Um, so I still speak Danish, but it's rusty. So I think most people who speak many languages uh, kind of have that whole there is a favourite and English is my favourite. Um who I am at its very core, Helena the trainer is really how to <laughs> is 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 how to to remember it. And so so uh, as one of the businesses I run, which is one that I'm sure we'll be talking about, um, we talk about the golden thread that runs through everything. And really, the golden thread that runs through everything is that I'm a born teacher. I think we are all we all have a purpose in some way. And you know, some of us are lucky to find it really early. Some some kids at the age of seven know they want to be doctors. How does that happen? I don't know. I definitely didn't know that. But what I noticed over time is that everything I've done has involved some work, some some way of teaching or training people to the point where at the age of four, I was teaching people, supposedly, I do not recall this, but I have had this told to me several times. Um, at the age of four, uh, I was teaching the kids in the playground how to build sandcastles properly properly I tell you like who knows what that means right like I've let go of all all manner of perfection since the, that time but obviously at the time it was very important to me that they weren't building sandcastles properly and so I would show them how to do that and uh, it seems that that gene in me is very strong and I fall into training or teaching or showing people demoing in every job capacity I've ever been in 
And I'm really good at it because apparently I'm also quite patient. Oh, really? Mm. I thought I thought for a moment there you were going to say quite bossy because I related to that story about telling people how to build, not sandcastles perfectly, but I may have been called bossy britches in my in my youth. So, yes, yes. So I, w- I was having a little moment of, of camaraderie there. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, you know, how, it, you know, over the, over the course of your, your career, your life, you know, this golden thread of being a trainer, sure. um, you know, how did that start and, and how did it get you to where you are today? I can totally do that. So um, uh, life circumstances, and I think we all have them, meant that uh, I needed to look after my mother and my sister. My sister is nine years younger than me. So at the age of uh, 16, well, and certainly 18, uh, I started bringing in money to the household. So so uh, money is not a dirty word in my in my world. And I know that it is in some people's. But um, but really, that whole ability to serve by doing something that you can do is a really great thing. And so uh, the obvious thing as a 16 year old was waitressing for me and going into some form of service or hospitality industry is something that if I had kids, I would make them do it for six months. And if I, (laughs) with all the godchildren that I have, with my nieces that I have, they are going to do six months of some kind of hospitality or retail because Being in a service industry sets you up for building brand you, for building the who you are, because really, truly, I think that patience was probably tested so many times in the course of doing that. But that's where I went. I went down the the restaurant route. I did the waitressing thing and eventually at 19 knocked on the door of TGI Fridays. And uh, yeah, I stayed there for 11 years because I am one of these people who once I'm in somewhere, I'm a keeper because I'm I'm definitely someone who I just look around and I go, oh, we could make that better. So I have a real possibility opportunity kind of mindset. And I'm like, oh, this needs fixing. How can we do that? What is what else is possible? What else is possible is one of the best questions. So whatever you're doing, whoever you are listening to this, write that one down, because what else is possible is just such a great question. And I think I hadn't even necessarily phrased it at that time and during the time that I was in there, but I have that in me. So the trainer in me, the the teacher in me goes, well, what else is possible? What can we do to fix this thing that isn't quite working the way that we want it to? So, so yeah, so that saw me, the potted version of that is that um, within a year of being there, I was in what they call the top 10 and standards are very high and that really matched to me. I love quality product. I love, so this is way back in 1988 that I joined. So I'm happy to, to you can work out the ages from that. Um, but it was at the time when TGI Fridays, yeah, exactly. TGI Fridays had literally just landed in the UK and it was phenomenal and it was it was a phenomenon. And being part of somewhere that had such high standards just really matched to where I wanted to be. It was somewhere I wanted to represent. And I think that's actually the key here is um, I will take you back to my very interview because this sets the tone for everything that I've done ever since. So I'm 19 years old. I'm sat having my interview. I'm quite kind of scared because I've been a good waitress up until now. But this is waitressing at a whole other level. And, you know, you can relate that through to every business, right? We're sat in this, whoa, could I? Would they accept me? How, how does this work? And um, as managers do in a restaurant, he had to go away halfway through. Uh, so Andy runs off and, um, and I'm sat there and 
I, I don't know if you've ever had this, but there's a voice, you know, there's, there's the voice that we hear inside our heads. And then sometimes there's this other voice that happens that you go, that's a little bit wise. I quite like that. And this voice just knocked on me and just went, because I was, I was like, do I really want to be a waitress all my life? Oh my God, is that what I'm setting myself up for? Blah, 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 blah. As you do, you know, because all of us have those gremlins too. And this wise voice just came in and said, the day you can't smile is the day you leave. And I remember just sitting back and going, that feels really calming. And actually, that feels like a really good piece of advice. And so from that moment on, so, so um, TGI Fridays had the, um, the, the motto and still do to, to this day, um, have fun, make money. Um, and so, so that whole have fun really came in. It's like the day I can't smile is the day I leave. Great. Okay. So I literally for 11 years found something to smile about because I kept opportunity mindset. I was like, Oh, I could do that. And that's how I really got into being a new store opening trainer. The first opportunity was hard rock opened down the road and, uh, half of our staff left. Oh. And I had fortunately already done the, Hey, I want to learn how to train all of our staff. Can I sit in with Johnny? I'd ask, I'd ask my manager, big gulp, you know, always be brave. Six weeks later, everyone had left and I was there with 18 people to train. It was like, oh, you get what you wish for. Uh, so that also works. So, so that uh, I, I, I use that as a demonstration of who I be in a workplace. So when I get in somewhere, I just look around and go, what else can we do? And how much fun can we have with it? 11 years later, well, 10 and a half years later, I had opened 17 restaurants from, from rubble to restaurant in six weeks, staying in hotels, doing all of that thing, three of them internationally. And it is an amazing education around people, around, around how you show up, around how you put your hand up and be seen uh, as someone who has that can-do attitude, who, who can be a contribution. And, and really, for me, that's, a, that's the thing that drives me now, again, putting words on it, how can I be a contribution today is a really great way of doing it. And, and, you know, in terms of the brand that you are, you become known as a can-do person. You become seen as someone that other people go to. And that's really what happened within the restaurant sphere. I then, <laughs> then I took a whole departure because I eventually got to the, I think in six months time, it's not going to be fun anymore because I've kind of exhausted everything I could possibly do. There is just nothing else for me to learn other than become a general manager. And apparently that person just deals with people's complaints and I don't want that. So, so, you know, business on my terms, which now, you know, in the business that I now run is very relevant. So every, every little piece comes together as we, as we work with it. Um, so I did seven years, well, six and a half years of video conferencing. I literally did the where am I going to go next? And I, I wanted to temp for, I don't know, two or three weeks, just to kind of get a feel for what else is possible. <laughs> Within three weeks, I got placed in it. I, I said, please give me a non-responsible job. Very unaware of myself. Very unaware at this point. Uh, still hadn't quite got into personal development, but that's what I said, you know. And within three days of being this receptionist, um, uh, it, I had reorganized their filing, written them a proper job description for the person that they were going to get in, taken over the interviewing process for the person that they were going to get in because I'd just run the training manual for them. So I may as well actually hire them and then train them. So I kind of got a piece of, oh, actually, I can't not be responsible. I can't not actually teach or train or see an opportunity and actually turn it into something that is something, something else. And that that, of course, caught the eye of uh, somebody else in the organization who said, I hope you don't mind, but we're, we're doing this new little startup. 
And you seem to have a lot of the skills that we might actually need. We don't really know what the job spec is, but we think we might need you. And so I was like, okay, good. I don't know what that means, but let's play. And so six and a half years later, I was, uh, you know, in a tiny industry called the video conferencing industry before we had FaceTime, before we had Skype, before we had any of these things. This was big boxes that were going into boardrooms that that I essentially went, we're putting them in the wrong places. <laughs> like they don't need to be in the boardrooms because those people get together. They need to be in the middle managers pieces, you know, sort of places, because they're the ones who are driving three hours up and down from Manchester to London and not seeing their kids. These are the people that need them. So so the company I was with really grew because we had a different USP. Um, and so, so again, it's this whole, what can I put my hand up for that allows me to add or add value or contribute in some way? And eventually we merged and... Um, I didn't really like the value set at all because how much fun can I have? You know, the day I can't smile is the day I leave. And sure enough, within two months, I was like, hmm, yes, need to engineer an exit. And that's exactly what I did. Not so, enough smiling. <laughs> not enough, to, seriously, no smiling. And and the focus, and, and, and I think this is another thing around kind of the branding pieces, is that I think in order for you to contribute at your best, you need to be in a place or surrounded by people if you're working as an individual that have the same values. Kelly and I, and I'll come on to her in a moment, Kelly and I talk about being like-valued uh, rather than just like-minded, actually being like-valued. And, and it was a values clash for me. They started talking. We were all about, we used to be about the long term. We used to be about, be about the communication, about the care, about looking after people. And it stopped. It was like it was all about the sales. It was all about the short term. It was, it, and that's just like I can't actually represent this. And so I think hearing, listening to the intuitive kind of nudge that goes, "Oh, this isn't the right place for you," is a really great thing. So you know, sort of, whilst it didn't come in as a clear voice at that point, it had. It was a feeling inside me that I was like, "I don't want to represent this." And I went to an industry thing. <laughs> Oh, my word. Went to an industry thing and they said, oh, where are you working now? And I remember just standing there going, I actually don't want to say the words of the company. So I must not want to represent it. And that, you know, that's not great for them or for me. Yeah. So so I engineered leaving and that yeah. was great. And I then did the, well, what else is possible for me? And I sat in my garden for three months and I thought, I wonder if I could contract because I'd been brought up that, you know, you needed to be in a secure job. So I contracted for eight months and that turned into four and a half years at the London Fire Brigade until I finally got to the stage where I thought, hang on a minute, I need to be working for myself because as a senior middle manager, I still didn't have decision making capability. And that wasn't fun for me. So again, you know, what would be fun for me? Actually, I could use all of this. In the meanwhile, I've been trained in NLP, metamedicine, like I, I'm, I'm an eternal learner as well. And so, you know, sort of anything that can help me train people better. So again, Helena, the trainer, anything that helps me communicate in a better way, I, I learned it. Mm. And that really is, again, the thing that most people see in me. It's like, oh, hang on a minute. You are one of those people that I would go to. If I need an answer, go to Helena because she, she likely has it. Small, tiny thing around that is, is. I'm just quicker at looking up the help button than most people. <laughs> you, know. Yeah, you know where to go to find the things you don't know or you're willing to go and look. And That's it. Yes. That's yeah. exactly yeah. it. That's yeah. exactly it. And so, 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 so that, you know, leaving the fire brigade, starting my own company, 
we start with an idea and 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 the thing is to start with the idea not to sit on it for ages and ages but just start with the idea and go out and find out whether that has legs or not so i started innocently with workshops that work because what i knew helena the trainer could organize people's thoughts and i had been in enough rooms at, by that point where people delivered training badly because they didn't design it well because they didn't think about the end user because they just didn't have the capacity to to not think about them and so it's like, okay, well, how do I change that? Because actually, that would be a really helpful contribution to the world. That would that would stop people wasting their time, their money, their energy in all sorts of ways. You know, I've seen enough people asleep in conferences that, like, on the chairs when they're supposed to be, you know, sort of doing paying attention. That I was like, how do I fix that? Because I think I can fix that in my skill set. But then I would then I'd be like, right, let's look at the money behind that. Let's because this isn't a hobby. This is a business. And people would look at me like I had three heads because they just wanted to change the world. And I was like, you can change the world and make money, <laughs> you know, because you actually have to make money as a company in order to, to do this. So, so my brand, if you like, or, or, or the, the way in which I worked with people expanded into this business mentoring piece that, that actually combined the, the, the skill set I had and the, the output, but with this other piece that was a, let me hold space for you so that you actually become business-minded. Yeah. That eventually morphed in that case into um, uh, workshops that works turned into helping you shine because helping you shine was just, you know, it, it was obvious that that was what I could help people do. I could actually see who they be, who they are and actually go, oh, there's so much more for you. Let me invite you into being the so much more of you that you could be mm. working definitely in that industry by this time, working with with what I what I term and they all seem to like it which is great um, my hot air balloons the chaotic creative overwhelmed people who have so many ideas and they're up they're in the sky and they're loving kind of being up there and I'm down here on the ground going right come back down you need to refuel tell me what you saw so that we can let everybody else know as well because it's just having ideas in your head isn't going to do anybody any good you actually need to take the brilliance out of it and this is my pitch used to be let me take the brilliance out of your head and just give it a shape and a structure and turn it into a product that somebody can learn from let me help you do that and so so that was what I did for a little while but it's still in this industry of the speakers authors coaches the conferences the consultants you know it, it wasn't a direct question that I was asking but but in me I was going how do we change this how do we change the industry so that it becomes a useful thing because there are so many people who actually are brilliant and their brand of brilliance is is unique and wonderful and they can make a difference in the way that they can make a difference but but how do we how do we clear the path for them and along came you know because running one company isn't enough for anybody obviously no, so totally. along comes my friend kelly and the universe if you like if i can use that word kept throwing us at each other sort of five or six times we 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 got put together and eventually we just kind of listened and did the we both seem to have the same like-valued thing, and we st we're still both irked about the way that the industry works. Should we do something about it together? Yeah. And that's where we birthed were the other company that I now run. So we co-founded a company called Speaker Insight, which helps speakers, authors, and coaches to really build those portfolio-style businesses, blending them together. You know that that works, and we call it working on your terms because. Every business, every individual, if they're setting themselves up, and I believe this to be true of 
any individual who is inside an organization, you still need to actually make it work for you on your terms by, by understanding what makes what makes me happy, what would be fun for me, how can I be a contribution in this way. So we set out to really help speakers, authors and coaches to build these businesses that aren't cookie cutter style, that don't follow all the industry standards, you know, and, and this formula will get you six figures within three months and you go... Not really. Uh, just doesn't actually, you know, we, we, we set out to go, how do we help you build a steady, sustainable, supported business that allows you to shine in the way that you want to shine, but that also helps you understand the bits that you don't really understand and put the foundations in that allow you to feel safe to go out and make your difference in the world. So that's really, I hope you can see that you know, Helena, the trainer runs right the way through that. And the patient me really has just been holding a space and asking great questions all the time around, well, how can you be more? Mm. Mm. There you go. Phew, that was quite a lot. I think that's what makes these conversations really interesting is the fact it's a bit of a checkered path, isn't it? You look back and kind of go, oh yeah, I can see where that, as you said, the golden thread happens Um, but sometimes when we're going through we might be asking ourselves the question about you know what interests me I heard a great thing last night Mm -hmm. Um, someone uses a Venn diagram and there are two questions on the Venn diagram so the first one is is it awesome the second thing is does it help oh yeah isn't that so brilliant Um, and so uncomplicated you know we can you can get caught up in, as you say, some of the, this is the way it all works and all that sort of thing, but actually just asking, asking ourselves the questions that matter to us, the yes. simple questions. Does it, for me, does it light me up? Does it bring me joy? Do I make a difference? I really you know? love it. Yeah, so I think, you know, I think that's perfect because often um, it's not, it doesn't look like a straight trajectory particularly when we're in it it's only when we look back and we can kind of go oh I can see how all those little steps I made that looked like I was all over the joint yeah actually was about me continuing to explore that particular perspective of life and it just led me in all sorts of different different directions yeah, so tell, tell me a little bit more about what was it about um you know, finding Kelly as a business partner, not just a friend, that was so yeah. important. I mean, you know, I've, I've got a couple of partnerships as well and, and the connection and value you have for each other, I just think is absolutely fundamental. So I would love to hear a little bit more Thank about you. you and Kelly and 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 how you sort of built your business together yeah. versus your I, I would love to share about that because <laughs> you've got to kiss some frogs. So, so, so I tried three times because, because I don't like doing business on my own. One of the things I realized in being a one woman, one woman band, uh, you know, from, from 2011 through to about 2013, I was like, this doesn't feel fun. Like I, I miss team. I, I, you know, there, there must be a slightly different way of doing this. So, so I wonder if I could find a business partner and it turns out that's quite hard. <laughs> because of the values alignment, because of the, the you know, what you believe in. And, you know, Tony Heisch, beautiful, you know, bless you wherever you are. But that gorgeous thing that, that Zappos kind of talk about, which they still do, which is, you know, higher, slow, fire, fast, is really the thing that comes in when, when you're looking for a business partner. And you might not even be looking for a business partner. You might just have an intention. And I think this is actually part of the, the important thing. So, so if, 
if, if you'll recall, really, I wanted to just make a difference in the industry. That was really my, my holding intention. And so, so, so sending that out and just kind of having those conversations with people is what brought Kelly back in over and over that allowed us to do this. And so I thought I'd found that about three times over and I was still finding my feet. And yeah, so lost some money around that, threw some money at things, lost some, never lost a friendship necessarily, but, but certainly I rushed into things a little bit too much. So Kelly and I actually... Um, did the best thing we could do. We we worked together on a project that allowed each other to really get to know each other's working styles. And I think that's really important. So if you are looking to get somebody to work with, manufacture something that you can work on for three to six months that allow you to really understand what you might get annoyed about. Because really, truly, she's my work wife. You know, I spend a lot of time with her. You know, we work on, we uh, uh, to give it its due, we work on the Speaker Insight business because she has two other companies. I have one other company. So we work on this business one to two days a week. Um, and that's all. Uh, and 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 we set out very expressly to to just work on it one day a week because we have these other responsibilities. And so that was part of it, which was what can we create or put in place that allows us to tackle this issue as we see it that we think lots of other people have, um, but we're going to check that. And so, so we sat with um, our very first thing, and, and, and I think this is important from, from you know, what you're talking about. We sat down and went, what unites us? And, and, and that was obviously a values conversation, but it was also a, what do you believe in? And what do I believe in? And we just spent a whole evening just hashing things, well, an afternoon into an evening, just hashing things out and going, oh my God, this really irritates me. And and, and my belief is that that actually you fall into what you are supposed to be in because you are either ultra passionate about it or really pissed off about it. We were both really coming at it. But apologies to anyone who finds that offensive. But, um, you know, really, truly, you you come at it from one or the other. You're just so excited about something or you're just so irate about something. And we were coming at it from a people get taken advantage of in our speaking industry all the time. And we just didn't want that. So, so we sat and hashed out all the kind of stuff and then went, so what have we got together? And what is our vision for this that allows us, you know, what unites us? And actually for both of us, even though we phrase it really differently, because we are, as you've just hinted at, we're really different people who, who are aligned like we come at things, our approaches to things are just so different. But what unites us is connection and structure. And those are our, uh, it turns out that those are our top two values, you know, sort of like, and, and, and this enjoyment factor. So connection, fun and structure, we were like, well, we can do something with that. So how do we begin to shift what the industry needs and what it does? This is how we do it. And um, yeah, we built Speaker Insight essentially by saying what do what does if if i'm a speaker author coach who is starting out what do i need if i'm a speaker author coach who is scaling what do i need and it turns out they're the same thing they're foundations but they're just elevated foundations and it's about constantly coming back and actually checking in and saying 
Am I on track? Have I actually got the business bits in place? Have I got the building blocks? I talk about Lego all the time. It's probably the Danish heritage. Um, probably. But, <laughs> probably. Um, but, you know, sort of like building a business is like building building a brand is, is, is about having all the blocks and actually having a little roadmap for it. And you can put the blocks in place and go, oh, that actually looks quite nice. And that's really what we did. We, of course, because we love structure and we like testing and we never do anything. We never tell anybody to do anything we haven't done ourselves. Um, so we set out to actually, first of all, just collect the people in one place to hear whether we were right. Um, you know, were people needing something that we might actually provide? And that started as the Connection Hub on Facebook. We started a group very innocently uh, at the end of January 2018. Um, and uh, we, we just started growing it we we invited in the people that we knew in the industry that might well want to be in there and we were really careful about how we did that so that the conversations were already at a high caliber how do we care how do we open up the conversations around how can we make a difference to this beautiful industry so that lots of people who want to change the world can change the world in a way that they're not you know belittled for or, or taken advantage of and that it started as a listening experiment more than anything. And it just started growing and growing and growing. We, in the meanwhile, put together what we felt was the foundations that people might need in a business. And of course, because we like testing things, um, I made her do a retreat. She doesn't like doing events at all because she's the introvert and I'm the extrovert. But we did a retreat for a maximum of eight people. We ended up with nine because somebody insisted that they must come. And so we had nine people at this first retreat. And at the end of it, one of the testimonials was literally a, you have literally changed my life. In three days, you have changed my life. And it was phenomenal. And I just looked at Kelly and I went, we have to do more of these. And she just rolled her eyes at me, but did a yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, probably wondering how she could clone herself so that well, someone else could go in her place, right? <laughs> truly, truly. But we then actually, because by that time, we'd already coined this whole on your terms. So I said to her, listen, you know, is that two retreats? Is it one retreat a year? Is it two? Is it three? So we actually settled on it's three retreats and, and we can do that. And, you know, with replenishment behind it, with not doing and and we just everything is done on our terms and terms is is an acronym for us. It is it is a teaching methodology that we use. So everything needs to be checked that it is on your terms. Does it satisfy the time, the energy, the resources, the money and the skills that that it will take and that it will give. So if you work that as a as a what will it give me and what will it take? The time, the energy. So terms, time, energy, resources, money, and skills. Do you see Helena the trainer? I, I'm there with my repetition already, making Absolutely. sure that you've got your notes. I, I love a good acronym too. And I think what what is um is such a thread in all of this. And I love that you're that as you're talking about you know, the retreat and, and creating um, and growing this business with Kelly is that it's not, it's on each of your terms, that, that there's a, a discussion and a conversation around what works, not for like both of you as a combination, but for each of you individually. And I think that's, it, it's something that, that can often get missed because we try and mm. The compromise is great, but sometimes we, we sort of compromise so much that no one ends up getting yes. served or nourished or, and, and, you know, it's sort of all a bit half lived. 
if yeah. you like. So I love, I, I was loving the business on your terms. And then when you made it an acronym, I just about fell off my chair. So um, <laughs> that's going in the show notes, um, people. So look out for terms in the yes. show notes. So oh. talk to me a little bit about, um, because one of the things I, obviously we came across each other because I found the Connection Hub on yes, Facebook and um, sort of dipped in and out and I sort of got a podcast gig out of it and things like nice. that. So it's been a fantastic um, resource, I guess, Thank and you. a fantastic community. But one of the things that um, really struck me uh, was, was the way you managed the group without it feeling heavy-handed it mm. felt very open and that it was there for people to share each other not yeah. just about being broadcast about what you're doing but what we can all do from each other and my uh, I understand that you have just reached a certain milestone in that yeah. group yes yeah. so <laughs> would you like to share with the listeners I would what that I really is? would because building a community really is, uh, thank you for, for, for coming in, you know, sort of from that perspective of you came into the community looking for potential, you know, sort of because we go, we look for connections. We called it the Connection Hub for a reason. We mm. wanted to marry up people in the industry that were that, that had needs, speakers, authors and coaches with people in the industry who could provide those things, but in an integrity led way. So, you know, the 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 publishers, the graphic designers, the illustrators, etc. And mm. so we grew it from that perspective. And we've always been invitational around it. It's never been our space. A Facebook group, a community is never, ever, should never, ever be about the guru at the top of the, the tree. It should be about the connected purpose that people have for it. And we wanted the Connection Hub to be the place where people could go, find opportunities, find people, find their peers, just feel at home and belong. Somebody literally messaged me the other day and just went, I've only been in here for two days and I feel like I've belong and 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 you know that 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 just you know that makes me a little bit teary when I when I first read those things and that's what's seen us through to that milestone that you've just mentioned of 10,000 people so we now have uh you know over 10,000 people in our Facebook group which and and so you know lots of people could say that but that's been grown organically no paid advertising nothing nothing doing other than us just being invitational and us showing up and giving value over and over and over again we show up because we have a wealth of expertise you know we have different backgrounds that are related to speakers authors and trainers um uh, coaches and we show up on a tuesday we haven't not shown up for 3 years on a tuesday at 1 o'clock and deliver a training that was supposed to be 20 minutes long but morphed into 40 very very quickly and has stayed at 40 to 50 minutes very very quickly you know sort of and and but we have uh something like 160 training sessions that are free and easy for people to access that that we that we provide but that we provide in the context that we're sitting in that mm speakers, authors, and coaches who want to be in the group, who are looking for those opportunities, who are looking to ask each other questions, could also partake of that allow them to grow their business in a tiny way. So that's our way of contributing back the knowledge that we have that then allows us to also certainly, you know, we grow our business as a result of this. We have a beautiful membership called Changemaker Central, where we work with speakers, authors and coaches who are serious about putting the, the building blocks in. And we also developed courses over that time. And so one of the, you know, that's that's really, we, we constantly are asking that 
well, what's the opportunity here? And what can we contribute that they want? Because we're hearing that they want it inside the group. So I think, building I think, community. Sorry, I no. thought you were finished there. Oh, no. I got so excited. It's I just wanted to say good. something. Um, <laughs> I think what's, what's um, really interesting there as well, because as you were talking about the group, one of my questions was going to be about mm. how do you monetize that? And you, you link to that quite organically about, you know, we work out what people need. Some people want more. So we provide an opportunity for them to invest in that. And it. it goes back to your, um, your very early statement about money is not a dirty word for you. Um, this is about opportunity. It is about contributing and giving back, but yeah. but money is also an enabler, you know, and that really enables is. you to continue to um, to give and to grow um, to this group, to your community. And speaking of that little segue, um, uh-huh. I think I've just let the cat out of the bag, but you have um, launched something called Groups That Give and Grow. Yes. So tell me or tell the listeners actually not me tell the listeners um about groups that give and grow oh it it is i i'm pretty certain this is going to be a flagship course for us it's an online course that helps people build specifically a facebook group because again you know we don't teach anything we haven't done ourselves and we we have now reached that milestone of growing a group to ten thousand people but not just that we have consistently since we started engagement got engagement levels of 75 to 82 percent of people in the group of ten thousand people who are engaging with each other and connecting with each other and you know doing collaborations and going on podcasts and being guests and asking for guests and and actually just building websites with each other etc all of that happens in the community so what we've done is we've created a container and we know that that container absolutely helps us build our business so we created a container that has developed into a community that people love being in and we we know that that's a great way of doing business as part of the business model so a facebook group and or other community because it definitely works for building other community too groups that give and grow is exactly the ethos that we that we talk about because the more that you give within a group the more that you set the group up to be able to give and be invitational and opportunity-led, the easier it is for you to grow your business, to grow the group, to grow the community, and people feel like they own it. I love it when people go, no, 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 that's not how we do things around here. And they they say we rather than, you know, Kelly and Helena. It's because it, 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 it isn't our playground. It's their playground. We just happen to be kind of monitors every now and then. And 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 that's that's what we do. You know, we make sure that the playground is safe. And So groups that give and grow is a a structured way of deciding is a community, is building a community because it's hard work. I I, I say this, it has to be built into your business model. We talk about a product range. We talk about actually um, the red carpet stage, the bar stage, the show and the after party. So that's that's the way that we set up how people might build their business. And the group itself sits at that bar stage where People have heard about it, red carpet, but they then come in and they go, oh, hang on a minute. I actually want to hang out here quite a lot. And because they're hanging out quite a lot, who do you who do they find that are known, like and trusted? You know, 
eventually those who really want to do something else will reach out because we use the group now to actively say, hey, we've got a membership. Hey, we've got an online course. Hey, we've got this other online course. But groups that give and grow is the one that actually where we take everything that we've done and we outline it and say, you can do this too. So it Mm. is never about you. It's always about them in the community. But the community then sees you as the authority that they would go to over time. That's lovely. I love the idea of it, um, of being the host at a party, because mm. then the people who show up are your guests. That's right. And, and your, your job is to take care of your guests, to serve your guests. Um, so I love that analogy. I, you know, I might just have to have been, I mean, hanging out on the red carpet for a little while. So yeah, you know, I might have to investigate some, some of this, um, this party further. So with um, groups that give and grow, how, so you've run the, the online challenge. Have you run your first program or have you only just we launched? Absolutely have. So, so oh, it, is, it is actually a self-paced learning um so so you can literally purchase it right now and um uh, you can go through it at your own pace interestingly we had several people who immediately after the challenge obviously just went yes I'm in because I've decided I want to create a community and I want to do that in a step-by-step fashion and we've now got a bunch of people who are um working their way through it the, the platform that we have our course set up on means that you can actually still communicate with us and go is this the right name? And we will still be in a position where we feed back to you and, and help you actually learn that. So, so it's a self-paced learning, but by being inside the connection hub, you not only see how we've done it and you can see everything that we're talking about, but you can also ask your questions. You can really connect with us around how that works. So most people will be able to work work right through it. Obviously, we beta tested it because that's who we are. Um, and those three people um, uh, or three of those people literally did a, my goodness me, my group has just changed because they had existing groups. So whether you're starting a new one or whether you're growing the community that you already have, everything we teach in there is aimed at that. And particularly it's aimed at monetizing the group because you don't want to be doing this and exhausting yourself. And, and, you know, that's not what this is about. It isn't just about you giving, giving, giving. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, just coming back to the, I guess, the monetizing element and linking that a little bit with the, with the marketing efforts. So, you know, there are lots of things that people can do in their business in terms of whether it's building communities, marketing, communicating, events. So why, why do you think someone should launch a, a community or particularly a Facebook group? I, I love this question so much because it actually makes it easier for you to show up as you in a place you love to be in because you've kind of set the parameters around what's fun around here as well as what's contribution around here. It means you're not actually ending up running around anywhere. And because you are the host of the party, you have permission to set up what goes on around there. You get permission. We talk about the 80-20, sorry, put my teeth in, the 80-20 rule. So we actually only show up in our group 20% of the time. 80% of the time, it's actually what we put in place 
that allows the group to continuously be engaged and and um, and working and thriving in its own little way. And that's where the energy kind of comes from. So it's like we send out a signal 20% of the time, but we're actually able to go in and be responsive rather than be responsible for just putting all the content in. We don't. Like, mm. And so that's part of what we teach you in groups that give and grow is we start to help you understand what you might contribute and how you can set up the contribution that the members actually give as well. So it becomes really easy for you to have it as the pool. You know, they say the money is in the list, right? But what's interesting is, is that actually the money is in the pool of play, you know, is in the playground because the people are there telling you literally telling you market research wise what they actually need next all four of our online courses have come out of directly listening actively directively listening in the in the community we have a market your way product the how to build uh, digital products because that's part of your portfolio business how to groups that give and grow and indeed for those people who are still a bit lost around i definitely want to make a difference in the world but i don't know what it is we have the power up your purpose course None of those existed before we started listening in the group. Mm. All of them have come out of it. So, so I would say build a community in order to do your market research, in order to actually have a place where you can drop in your events and your courses and everything else because you are the, still recognized as the authority because you're giving value in there. But also because it just means you don't have to run around everywhere. You mm. actually just have one place to show up that yeah. contributes value. That is working on your terms. That is working on your terms and working smart. You know, yes. one of the things I think that um, I, as I was listening to you and you were talking about building the group and I was thinking, my goodness, that just sounds like a lot of work and overwhelm and all that sort of thing. And as you talk further, it's kind of like, ah, oh, there's, there's some secrets here. Mm-hmm. There's some secrets to unlocking how to make this really work in a smart way and on your terms way yeah. um, and, and to make it, um, really work for you and your business. That's it. That's exactly it. And 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 that's literally where I start with most people. There's you and there's your business. Mm. You serve your business, the business serves you. So are you setting it up in the right way? And so we talk about structure so much of the time, coming full circle round to fun connection and structure. Structuring how a community fits in with your product range is the thing that puts the foundations in the business. And that's really what we want. And so the course itself tackles exactly where it fits for you so that you can monetize it, but also set it up in a way that it is a thriving community that you want to be part of and that you want to run. What What's next for either Speaker Insight, for Kelly and Helena or Helena herself in 2021? What are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to, we are literally, I'm, I'm clutching this beauty right here because one of the things we have been doing alongside, you know, um, actually launching, the, making and launching that course, we also knew that through the listening um, that our um, our membership, you know, sort of that really is the place where the, for those foundations go in. It's called Changemaker Central. Um, we know that, so Kelly and I don't teach speakers how to speak. We don't teach authors how to write. We don't teach coaches how to coach. We work as business managers, marketing consultants, if you like, that work in people's businesses. And so we we managed to, to develop the planner. And it's actually a delicious way to run and manage your business as a speaker author coach so we are really excited to 
start really attracting and and indeed upping the game a little bit and really being serious about right who here is serious about making a difference in the world and doing it in a way that really does work on your terms that allows you to be that honored guest of ours but also allows you to be the host of whatever party you want to set up we she's probably going to kill me for saying this but i'm going to say it because it's present um we are going to go away somewhere and sit in a hot place because she really likes hot places and I can endure them. Um, so, so, you know, so that's good. Um, in a hot place and actually write our book around how to build partnership that actively works, how to be, you know, not that we'll use this term, but, you know, how to work alongside each other and, and you know, around those whole, I kissed some frogs, she's kissed some frogs. And how do we actually, how do you find the person that is right for you? You know, sort of we, we, we do that romantically, but actually we need to do that on a business level as well. So we are going to be going off somewhere warm and writing that book somewhere in this year is definitely one of the intentions. I'm not going to say it's a goal because who knows what might happen in these weird and wonderful exactly. times. But, <laughs> Let's make an appointment to have another chat next year and we'll see how that intention went, shall we? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Maybe we'll be talking about the launch of your book. Which is amazing. And, and we would really, really love that. So so I think, you know, the intent is for the group to continue to grow, uh, for us to continue to give value, but just to continue to listen as well. So so that's definitely wearing that hat. And so wearing my Helping You Shine hat. Um, intentions, uh, I, there is a tool I use with pretty much all of our change makers, as well as anybody else, really, that I work with, called The Four Intentions. And so the, that book will also hopefully see the light of day by the end of this this year um because it's time for that to actually come out because they're a beautiful complement to each other and so you know that's what kelly and i find with the two businesses that we that she runs with the business i run they all center around the same thing and they all have sort of the same purpose that that actively goes out there so so yeah my efforts are just going to be spent training people helping people doing some shining and really showing up in places I want to show up in. Having fun, smiling fun. and making money. Yeah. Yes. Let's not forget that. Let's <laughs> not forget that. And I have to say, listeners, I um, actually got a bit of a sneak preview at the Four Intentions last year. Um, Elena very generously talked me through it. I was struggling with, uh, I was looking at a talk I was going to do and the Four Intentions just blew my mind and I have used it for all sorts of things since. So look out for that. It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant tool. Um, as I'm sure um, the partnerships book, the groups that give and grow, the change maker central. I mean, you know, I don't know what you do in your spare time. Really. <laughs> um, so we've been chatting uh, for, a while. For, for a while now. So um, I want to sort of bring us into a close, I guess, mm. by by thinking about everything we've, we've, we've talked about, is there one message that you'd like for listeners of Building Brand You to take away with them today? I, of course, am going to break the rules and do two uh, because, because, because I can. And, and I suppose one of those would be break the rules. Um, but, but that whole, what, what else is possible? What else is possible? That opportunity thinking, the, the mindset of, and how can I make this into what I would call gravy? How can I make this into something juicy, amazing and fun for me? You know, is this fun for me? And what else is possible? Are two driving questions that actively, really, if you woke up with those two every single day, that that drives it. 
there is a third one that sits in that set, which of course, you know, have fun, make money. So I'm always going to say this, which is um, what money-making activity are you going to do today? <laughs> and, and from a brand building perspective, that might actually be what brand building, you know, what brand building activity will you do today? So you can actually insert your own thing here, you know, in that way. But there's something about getting really intentional. There it is. And intentional about how will I utilize today? How will I actively utilize today? And then the second piece around that. So so whenever I, work, I run a workshop, the let it go jar comes into play. Oh, I love that. Right. And the let it go jar is simply all of those mind gremlins that come in All a, a, a mentor of mine. Bless her. You know, blessed be wherever you are. Uh, her voice is still in my head. And she used to say the pit stop in hell is optional. You don't need to do judgment. You could like thinking you did it wrong and beating yourself up for that for four hours and not actually doing anything else because you're beating yourself up and everything. Let it go. Put it in the jar. Pit stop in hell is optional. Dust it off. So so my second thing is actually a, okay, that was version one or version two or version 47. But actually, there's another version available. If it's good enough, and, and I mean standards, you know, so don't just put it out because it's rubbish. But like if it's quality enough and you are just tweaking, stop tweaking, put it out there and name it version three, four, five, whatever it is. You can go back to it later. Done. Perfect. So I think there were probably three in there. So you've got a couple of bonus messages in there, listeners. Yeah. Uh, and if people want to uh, get in touch with you or find out more about some of the programs we've talked about today, particularly groups that give and grow, how do they do that, Lena? Really, really easy. So uh, www.speakerinsight.com forward slash groups that give and grow. So you can go and check out the, the course there. Um, that's one. But actually, if you are on Facebook, just look up The Connection Hub, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash The Connection Hub. Nice and easy. Come and find us in there. And I say that not to say come and find us. Come and be in there so that you can actually actively access all of the training that we have provided over the years, because that now. So I will just do this as well. There's every single bit of that. There will be something in there that answers a question that you have about building the bit of the business or your personal brand right here, right now that we will direct you through to. And if you put a hashtag call out in the group and you say, I need help with this, likely Kelly or I will say, hey, go and watch this training. So it's a really great and, and a place to come, come and be. So come and find us in the Connection Hub. If you really just love an email, you can find me on LinkedIn by all means. Helena Holrick, really simple. There is only one of me. Nobody else has my name. It's great. It's wonderful to have that as a brand. Um, but Helena at speakerinsight.com, you could email me. That also works. Brilliant. Well, we'll put, um, listeners, we'll put all of that information about how you can get in touch with Helena and Speaker Insight and the Connection Hub and Groups That Give and Grow and LinkedIn all in the in the show notes. So Helena, there is nothing left for me to say on this podcast anyway, um, uh -huh. <laughs> to say thank you so much for your time, for sharing your story and for sharing, um, I guess, your success, mm -hmm. your, um, your success in finding the fun, in finding the days that make you smile and your your commitment to making those happen for the other people around you. So thank you for joining me on Building Brand You. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was a delight. 
Listeners will be back soon with more from Building Brand You. Thank you for listening to the Building Brand You podcast. I'm Kim Hamer, And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And for all the latest news and tips, become a member of the brand new Building Brand You Facebook group. I help people to accelerate their success by unlocking their greatest asset. If you'd like to find out more, please book in for a free 20-minute coaching call at calendly.com forward slash Kim Hamer forward slash BBY chat. Accelerate your results by unlocking your greatest asset, you.